Hello and welcome to the Filmmaking Stuff Podcast, where you'll get insider tactics on how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host, LA-based motion picture executive, Jason Brubaker. You know, one of my core philosophies here at Filmmaking Stuff is to help us think about ourselves not as independent filmmakers, but as entrepreneurial filmmakers. You take a look at what's happened in the industry. We now have production technology that's affordable, that produces cinematic results. And if you look at distribution, distribution is not as prohibitive as it once was. You can now access popular marketplaces where people actually shop. And as long as you have internet access, you can frankly do this from anywhere on earth. You don't need to be in Hollywood to do it. But of course, you and I are not the only filmmakers that know this. Everybody listening to this podcast and everybody that's out there producing product, of which there are a lot of people doing it, it's saturated the market. And if you've been a veteran filmmaker, you probably know that now that the market's saturated, we have an oversupply of product out there. Oversupply of product, supply and demand 101 means that the demand um, goes down. And also, by the way, the price of what you can sell these things potentially goes down. So the question to you is, how do you not just survive, but how do you thrive? And one of the cool things about this situation that we all find ourselves in is it's not unique to independent filmmakers. In fact, this kind of thing has been taking place in every other business and every other industry since the beginning of capitalism. And, and all I'm simply describing is competition. So when we say the market's saturated, all we're telling you is that the market is saturated with other competing products. So what are you going to do to help your product rise above the noise and get noticed? Now I talk a lot about, well, you know, for borrowing ideas from other businesses, I talk a lot about this concept of unique selling proposition, or it's your USP. And all I'm simply describing with that is in a sea of other competing product, what is the one unique characteristic that makes your product stand out? Um, one example that I like to give is the example of Mexican food. I live here in Los Angeles and there's no less than probably 400 Mexican restaurants. And I could probably add another zero and say there's probably 4,000 Mexican restaurants. I'm not sure how many there are, but I can tell you that I love Mexican food. And you might say, okay, well, in the genre of food, Jason likes the Mexican genre. You see where I'm going here with the analogy. Um, so if I'm, if I'm eating at a Mexican food restaurant, I'm eating within the Mexican genre. But you and I both know that some Mexican, or you and I both know that not all Mexican food is equal. Not all food in that same genre is equal. So there has to be something about each individual restaurant that makes it stand out. And, and what I'm going to give you here, probably endorsements. I don't know these people, but I certainly eat their food. Um, but up at, uh, up at El Coyote, for example, on 3rd on Street here in, in Hollywood, uh, they give you free guacamole. I don't know why, but if you get the taco meal, you get a bowl of guacamole for free. That's an interesting, unique selling proposition. It's obviously interesting enough that I'm telling you about it right now. Uh, then you got El Compadre up on Sunset. El Compadre has a famous float, uh, flaming margarita. So if you get a margarita at El Compadre, it's going to come out flaming. Um, if you want your f drink to be more alcoholic, you put the flame out and you kind of dump the, dump the stuff right into the margarita. I think it's like uh, 101 or something like that. <laughs> and then, you know, what, what else? Uh, you got El Cholo. Uh, there's one over on Western. There's also one out. Uh, I think it's off Wilshire or if it's off Santa Monica, but it's out by Santa Monica. And... 
They have green corn tamales, which are delicious three months out of the year. But if you don't get a green corn tamale during those three month period, sorry, you're going to have to wait until the next round of green corn tamales. So what am I describing about all these similar, uh, all, all these restaurants in the same genre? You know, well, again, there's a lot of similarities between them, but there's that one unique selling proposition that makes it different. So when you're thinking about your film, you know, you got to think about your film in the sense of, well, what is it that's going to make my film stand out? What is it that's going to help my film rise above the noise? Now, in Hollywood, one of the easiest ways to achieve this is not only by choosing a genre, but within that genre, uh, yeah, you have a unique story, but you also have a big movie star. So if you have Brad Pitt in your film, that's a very unique selling proposition. Um, but let's say you can't have Brad Pitt in your film. Then you kind of work your way down. I've talked about this before. Uh, in, in a podcast on casting, but you work your way down. You can't get Brad Pitt, so you get the, the up-and-coming B actor or you get the aging movie star. Uh, you can't afford them. Then you move on down to the social media star. can't afford them. Then you get the local newscaster in your hometown and you cast them. All I'm trying to say is you're trying to get some elements in your film that's going to help you attract people that are going to buy the film. Uh, I mean, that's really why you cast the film with the movie star. If you say, well, Jason, I already made my film and, and I, I cast my kid's sister and she's not very popular. Okay, well, first of all, you're not alone in that. And secondly, congratulations for actually getting a film made. Talked to a lot of filmmakers. It's been a decade. They still haven't done anything. So congratulations to you for not being one of them. But now you got to come up with something. If you can't rely on cast to give you a unique selling proposition, now you got to focus on the story. What is it that makes your story controversial? Well, uh, I have this. Uh, I have this documentary. It's a food documentary. So it's 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 a documentary and it's a food documentary. Okay, so you got a genre documentary. Uh, well, documentary is not a genre, but um, you you got a documentary and your genre is food documentary. Okay, so within the the genre of food documentaries, what is it makes your documentary different? Well, actually, you know, if you look at all the food documentaries, I'm using this voice to try to pretend that I'm somebody else, but bear with me here. Well, actually, if you look at all the different food documentaries out there, they all talk about how you should eat a plant-based diet and that's going to be good for you. But in fact, I don't believe that's true. I made a documentary as to why you should eat raw animal lard. And if you eat raw animal lard, it's actually more healthy for you than plants. Okay, I don't believe a word of that. I'm not a scientist. I'm not here to give you health advice. Uh, I'm just trying to make an example, but I, I don't believe that eating a large diet is is good. And by the way, my reaction to this fictitious kind of you know film is similar to what you're going to get in the marketplace if you happen to make a food documentary that that is counter to all the different food documentaries out there. Now you have a unique selling proposition, but on top of that, you've taken a clear point of view that sparks a bit of word of mouth, sparks a bit of controversy, definitely sparks strong opinions and strong point of views, and that helps you rise above the noise. So what is it about your film that's gonna stand out? Is there any sort of controversy? Is there any sort of like niche topic? You know, right now, cryptocurrency is a big deal. It, does your film feature like an actor, like, you know, the lead character in your film is a cryptocurrency junkie and, and they just put their, you know, they just mortgage their house uh, to buy cryptocurrency and now the cryptocurrency market has fallen out and what is your lead actor gonna do? I mean, that's the kind of thing where you could glom onto that and then there's topical 
news out there where, you know, these news outlets are looking for topics that people are interested in right now. And you could kind of glom onto one of those topics and really leverage it. And anyway, I'm not here, you know, to give you specific examples of what you should be doing with your own film because every film's different. But what I'm trying to do is convey to you a thought process that's going to help you come up with your unique selling proposition again, so that you can make your film the one that stands out, the ones that the audiences notice. Uh, the one that rises above the noise. So again, I'm Jason Brubaker. If you ever have questions about this stuff, reach out to me. I'm Jason at Filmmaking Stuff. And once again, Jason at Filmmaking Stuff. And I put together this really awesome training site, and you can check that out at FilmmakingStuffHQ.com. Uh, so FilmmakingStuffHQ.com. HQ is short for headquarters, if you didn't know that. So again, FilmmakingStuffHQ.com. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Filmmaking Stuff podcast with Jason Brubaker. If you like our show and want to get more filmmaking info, make sure you check out filmmakingstuff.com and join us every week for new filmmaking tactics. Until next time, take action and make your movie now.